everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over a thousand homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff will take you through our fourth quarter business plan from start to finish. In the last three months of the year, it's easy to take the gas off the pedal. So having a plan to follow and stay accountable to will help you end the year on a high note. Now, let's hear from Jeff. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are doing the fourth quarter business plan today. I know you guys have been waiting for it. It's been a minute since we've seen you. Gosh, it feels like forever since we've done a webinar, although I guess we just did a summer sizzling series about six weeks ago or so. We are jumping in today to the fourth quarter plan, the very same fourth quarter business plan that we are using with our team here. And our plan is to close 250 units this quarter with this very plan. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, Jeff Glover from Detroit, Michigan. I've been listing and selling real estate. This May, believe it or not, will be 20 years. Yep, that's right. In the state of Michigan, you can get licensed when you're nine years old. So that's how that works out. Uh, Still on the ground with you. That's probably one of the biggest differences about our organization and the others. It's the only organization where the head coach is on the ground selling on average 100 homes per year, Personally, I just went out and took a listing this morning before this session. So I know exactly what you're dealing with. I know what the sellers are saying. I know what the buyers are saying. I know what co-op agents are saying. I know exactly what you're dealing with out there. And this plan takes all of that into consideration. So thank you for taking a chance and for joining us today. All right. So you should have the plan in front of you. We're going to go ahead and jump right in because we've got a lot to cover in the next 50 minutes or so together. The first couple pages of the plan you'll see here, there are calendars, October, November, December. One thing I one thing I recognize about the real estate industry is that we tend to overestimate how much time we have to hit our goals, especially when it comes to the fourth quarter. So this is an activity that I've done personally with our team for the last several years. I've done it personally myself as a producer for probably the last 10 years now because it's a really good reality check on how much actual days I have left to work. And why do I want to know that? Well, because it's just a matter of what are your activities and how much time we have to accomplish them. So let's start with that. We're on page two of the plan. If you open the inside cover there, it's got the month of October. Here's what I want you to do. All right. I want you to look at the month of October. Great to see you guys joining us from all over the the country, all over North America. I saw some Canada in there. Where are my Canada friends at? Throw a little Canadian uh, uh, flag emoji or something in the chat if you can. Great to see everyone from all over North America. All right. So we're open on October, page two, the inside cover of the plan. You see a basic calendar there. What I want you to do right now is I want you to look at the month of October And I'm going to ask you to put an X through all of the days you intend on taking off. And I want you to put a slash through all of the days that you intend on only working a half day. All right. So if you plan on taking a day off, like for instance, if you don't know by now, I hate working on Sundays. That's my day off. Nobody bothers me on Sunday. So I have an X on all of my Sundays. And you know what? I do still work Saturdays. I work every other Saturday morning. So I know that my Saturdays are going to look like this. I work mornings on Saturdays or into the early afternoon. So those are only half days. And you know what? We got, let's see, Halloween falls on a Sunday this year. Uh, Maybe the Friday before Halloween, I plan on taking a half day there. 
So I'm going to do a, a half line there. I want you to look at the month of October. You got your cell phone, so you already know what your calendars look like. I want an X through all the days that you plan on taking off and one, one slash or one line, or I guess it'd be half of an X on the days that you intend on working half days. Now it can be your work in the morning. It can be your work in the afternoon. I, I don't care what half of the day you work. I want to know how many days are available to work in the month of October. I'll give you a second to do that now. We're going to, again, we're doing X's through the days off and a half of an X through uh, when you're planning on working a half day. I like my, my Heineken's early in the morning. No, I'm kidding. This is soda water. Everybody always thinks I'm carrying a Heineken around. That's Perrier. Not to be confused with Pellegrino. I hate that stuff. I love Perrier much better. All right. So when you're done with dashing and slashing the month of October, I want you to count the days available to work. And we're just, we got a lot of white space up here. We're just going to write it somewhere in the white space there. So I'm going to count the days in October. Don't count the last four days of September. All right. Just leave those be just, in fact, do one of these. So you don't get confused by it. All right. I just drew a line right through the last four days of September there. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So start counting them up. All right. For me, it looks like uh, 5, 10, 15, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19 and a half, uh, another half, 20. So I've got about 20 days available to work in the month of October. I want you to total them up and just put it right at the top and circle it there. OK, put throw down in the chat how many days you've got, how many days you're working in October. Let's see some of these days worked in October should work out to. Some of you might be in the teens. Hey, don't feel bad if you're taking some extra time off. Maybe you're taking a vacation in October. I want everything accounted for. Let's see those days work. Yep, 17, 22, 20. All right, good, 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 good. All right, uh, next, let's flip it over to November, the month of November. Let's do the same thing. All right, don't forget, you've got so you know Canadian holidays in there. You've got U.S. holidays in there. So let's go ahead. You know, For me, I know I'll be taking Thanksgiving off. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving, I'll be working probably a half day. The day before Thanksgiving, I'll probably put in a half day. That Saturday after Thanksgiving, I'll be taking that one off. So I won't be working that one. Boom, boom. Sundays are all off. And do the same thing for November that you did for October. I'll give you a moment to do that. If you got to get your cell phone out, you got to get your calendar out to figure that out. Let's go ahead and do that now. We're doing the same thing we did in October and November there. Yep. And then go ahead and throw those in the chat. I want to see how many days worked in there. 18, 22, 30. All right. Somebody's working. Now, by the way, uh, I do not endorse and I never recommend working every single day of every single month. I recognize everyone's financial and family situation is different. There is no um, you're not being judged on how many days you're taking off. You're not being judged. It's not cool to work every single day either, right? Uh, we believe in living a, a life of abundance and a life of balance. In fact, I'm sure you've heard our phrase before, uh, live unreal, right? Something Living a life so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. So we're not expecting that you're going to be working 25 plus days in November. So let's see those. And then go ahead and just throw that in the chat and write it in the top. All right, for me, I've got 21 days in November. So I wrote that right at the top there, 21 days in the month of November. All right, good, let's do the same thing in December. Let's move over to December. Same thing, an X if you're taking the entire day off, a, a dash if it's a half day, 
right? We got some holidays in there. Make sure you're accounting for all of those. That's a day off. That's a day off. Don't forget. Now, we're not going to count um, the, the 1st of January technically falls in the first quarter of 2022. That is the biggest expired day of the year. Uh, most markets have anywhere from 250 to over 1,000 homes that come off the market on that day. Not necessarily saying everybody needs to go out and work January 1st, but that's a big expired day for us. So I want you to do the same thing for December. Again, look at your cell phones, look at your calendars, how many days available, how many days are you taking off? You know, you got a couple half days in there. Obviously, two half days equal a total of one day off. Calculate that number. That number probably in the month of December will be a little bit lower. I see 18, 16. Maybe you're taking the last week of the month off. The holiday, 16 and a half. Good, good, good. All right. For me, it's going to be about 17 days work. So uh, write that right at the top there and circle it. So now what I want you to do is I want you to take your number for October your number for November and your number for December. And I want you to total that up. We're going to do something with that in just a moment. We're totaling up November. I'm sorry, October, November and December. All right. So let's see. I got 41, 50, 58. It looks like for me, let's hear some of yours in the last quarter of the year. What are your total days worked? All right. By the way, a lot of you are sharing it to all panelists. When you're commenting, a lot of you shared with us where you're from and all those other things. When you're commenting it, it asks if you want to send it to the panelists or if you want to send it to all. Make sure you change it to all if you want everyone to see, because I'm seeing a lot of them come through to us just as panelists there. All right, good. Yeah, so so 48, 54, 50. Yep, yep, love it. 58, 60, 63. Great, great, great. All right, good. So now that we know how many days are available to work in the month of October, let's jump into the actual plan itself. And um, before we, before we do that, I want to share essentially, let's see, I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, five reasons why, in my opinion of the four quarters, the fourth quarter is the most important quarter of the year. So you can write these down anywhere you want, or you just can sit back and listen as I go through this. And then we're going to jump into the rest of the plan, but hopefully you circled your number because we're going to use that in just a moment. Why is the fourth quarter the most important quarter of the year in the real estate industry? I'm specifically referring to the real estate industry. I've got one, two, three, four, five reasons I want to share with you. Reason number one, activities in October and November determine our December, aka more money for the holidays. That's not a bad problem to have. Would everybody like a little excess cash in the month of December? Heck yeah. I can promise you your family would like you to have some excess cash in the month of December. Obviously, you know this if you've been doing this for a while. Our activities in October and November determine our December, which gives us a great deal of commission checks in the month of December. And everybody loves commission checks around the holidays. Number two, our listing, number two reason why the fourth quarter is the most important quarter. Our listing taken care, our listing taken inventory in December many times will carry us into January. So a lot of people start off in the real estate industry with not the greatest January and February. It's kind of common in, in most markets, January and February are a little slower for a lot of realtors. By, by the way, I love when it's slower for a lot of realtors because then that means there's more available. Think about the month of December, how many agents in your market just simply take the month of December off. Guess what that means? There's more for you. And I love that because listings taken in December will almost guarantee I'm going to have a strong start to the year. Take 
taking a lot of time off in December, although maybe, maybe it's part of your plan and that's okay if it's part of the plan. Hey, Jeff, I planned on taking a ton of time off in December when I wrote my plan a while back. Cool. Don't adjust it then. But taking a lot of time off in December means that it's going to be hard to start the year strong because everything we do in this business is 30 to 60 days behind. Our activities lead to those activities 30 to 60 days from now. Number three reason why the fourth quarter is the most important quarter ever in the real estate industry, a strong fourth quarter will cause us, just kind of subconsciously this happens, causes us to increase the goal for next year. It's very common when we have a strong fourth quarter and we look at what we want to accomplish next year. When you just got off the best quarter of your life, the best quarter of your career, you think you're going to set a logo, low goal for next year? Absolutely not. You're going to raise the bar for next year, which is going to ensure you have a great 2022. And finally, reason number five, a great fourth quarter, or no, this is number four, sorry, strong sales in December lead to a better January Feb when things are slower. We just talked about that. If you're working your butt off and getting results in October, November, you're going to have a lot of sales that go pending in December. We talked about the closings in December, but the pendings in December, by the way, is the reason why we always have a December sales contest, because I want our associates to have a strong start to the year. It's crucial. A strong start to the year almost guarantees you're going to hit your year-end goals so long as you maintain your levels of production. Strong sales in December leads to a better January and February. And then finally, here's number five. A great fourth quarter leads to some well-deserved time off around the holidays. A great fourth quarter leads to some well-deserved time off around the holidays or a vacation maybe in January, right? Maybe you take some time off in January or come see us in Orlando at the summit this year. A great fourth quarter leads to some well-deserved time off. And you'll see that it's built right into the plan planning to actually take time off when you hit your goals. Because you know what? You've earned it. You deserve to hit your goals. All right? Awesome. Or you deserve that time off if you're hitting your goals. Let's jump it right into the plan. So I'm on page five. I'm going to touch base on just a couple of free resources. In fact, they're going to do the screen share here in a second. So if we can get the plan pulled up on the screen, that would be great. And I'm on the free resource page right now, which is page five in your business plan. Yep, there we go. All right, good. Free resource checklist. Most of you guys all have these. We are constantly putting free resources out here, out there. But there's one on there, or there's one missing from this list that's brand new that I want to make sure you have. So write this somewhere in the bottom or somewhere where you've got some room there. And that's our daily message. I'm not sure if you guys are aware or not, because we only have a couple thousand people on it from all over North America. I send out a daily message every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This is not a spam message. I do that via email. You guys get those, I'm sure. This is what's going on in the business, what's going on in the market, what new technology are we using, what system are we using. This past week, for those of you that know, the 2,000 of you that are subscribed, I talked all about my pre-appointment routine, what I do before a listing appointment, what I do before a buyer consultation. Every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, I'm sending out a message relating to something in the real estate business. If you want to subscribe to that, take out your phones right now. It's super easy to do. All right. So I've got my cell phone in my hand here and I'm going to open up my text messages. All right. So just open up your text messages as if you're as you're texting a friend. And the number you're going to text is 55444. 55444. That's the phone number. And just in the body of the message. All right. You see, you got it up there just like you're texting a friend. You're just going to type morning. Okay, morning, one word, morning. 
to 55444. If you don't have your phone near you, just write that down. Text MORNING to 55444 and you'll be signed up for our free daily text message. You'll join the other several thousand people around the country. You've got all your other resources on there as well. The other big one that everyone should be in is in the inner circle. I think most of you probably are by now, but after you're done doing that, open up your Facebook app and type in Glover U Inner Circle. You'll be you'll be included in that. It's absolutely free of charge. In fact, our our quarterly publication comes included with that. We produce, I don't know, 25 or 35,000 copies of these that we send out. That's called the Glover Gazette. All right, so there you have your list of resources. I always like to cover that because I know we always have about one third of you that are brand new to us. All right, let's go ahead and flip the page. We're gonna jump in to page eight in the workbook there. So let's go over to part one of the plan. Okay, part one of the plan. So far this year. So I want you to take a look at all of your results so far this year. I want to look at total contacts, which by the way, if you're using CSU or a system similar to that, a lot of our clients use CSU because it comes with their coaching. I don't care what you use, somewhere you've tracked your contacts or you should have. By the way, there might be some categories that you're like, Jeff, I don't have half of this stuff. I'm going to give you some ideas of where you can find it, number one. And number two, this is a learning lesson for when you do your end of the year or your, 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 I'm sorry, not your end of the year, your 2022 business plan. These are some things you're going to want to gather. So this is kind of like warming you up for that. I want to know how many people you spoke to so far this year. What does that work out to average contacts per day, right? Well, you go back to, well, how do I figure out average contacts per day? Just pull out your calendar and look at January, February, March, April, May. What days did you work? Divide that by your contacts. And you're getting an again, average daily contact number. By the way, it's my recommendation when you're putting your goals together, that number should be somewhere between 15 and 25. The best of the best producers are talking to 15 to 25, up to 30 people per day. My number has been for years, 15 to 20 average contacts per day. How many client events did you host so far this year? How many times did you touch your database? Well, what's a database touch? Can be an email, can be an event, uh, can be a text message, can be a phone call, can be a, a, a holiday card. How many touches did you have to your database so far this year? How many people did you add to your database? How many listing appointments did you set? How many listing appointments did you go on? Well, Jeff, where do I have all that stuff? Well, number one, you should be tracking this, and this is a lesson if you're not. If you're not, it's easy. Go to your calendar, go all the way back to January 1. Jeff, this is going to take me a lot of time. I spend an entire day per quarter business planning. One day per quarter business planning. One day per quarter business planning plus a day for your annual plan. I'm asking for five, five days where you focus on planning your business. You're a real estate entrepreneur, you're a real estate salesperson, you're a real estate business person. You can find five days a year to spend planning. Listing appointments met. I'm going to go all the way back to January and find all the appointments that I've gone on and count them up. How many listings did I take? That should be pretty easy for you. How many actually sold? Same thing for buyer appointments set. How many buyer appointments did I set and how many did I actually meet? Think about this for a second. A lot of you track your buyer appointments set, but maybe not your mets or your mets, but maybe not your sets. Why is there a difference there? Well, not everybody shows up. Not everybody comes to your buyer consultation. Not everybody meets you at that first house, right? Have you ever been stood up before? If you haven't, you're probably not talking to enough people. That's why there's a difference between those two numbers. How many buyers actually wrote an offer with me? Now it says first only, okay? If a buyer has written five offers with me, 
same buyer, that only counts as one. All right, that will skew all of your numbers. So whenever you're uh, getting a buyer to sign a contract with you, I don't care how many offers they write. I just want to know the first one that they wrote. And then from there, how many buyers that signed an offer with me ended up buying a house? That would be buyer sold. Total units closed, that's a pretty easy one. You're just going to combine listing sold and buyer sold. Total that one up. Obviously, your, your volume. Total income paid, you should have something tracking that, whether it be your brokerage or uh, an Excel spreadsheet. Or again, if you're using, uh, uh, if you're one of our clients, you're using CSU, you should have track of all of that. And I want to know your top three closed sources year to date. I want to know your top three closed sources year to date, because we're going to be doing something with that. Where did the majority of your business come from so far this year? All right. Was it your database? Was it open houses? Was it from social media? Was it farming? I want to know where your business, top three sources of business came from this year. That's part one so far this year. Part two, your fourth quarter goals. By the way, I know a lot of you are, are having fun, throwing stuff in the chat. Keep that up. We love seeing all the interaction. If you're putting stuff on Facebook, you know, if you're taking a selfie or anything, make sure you use the hashtag LoverU. We randomly send out Live Unreal swag like all the time. I mean, I walk into the office behind me and it's like a huge mailroom of all this stuff that we send out constantly. So we'll randomly, for people that post cool things, if you use hashtag LoverU or anything related to what we're doing, hashtag Live Unreal, we find those and we'll randomly reach out to you and send you some cool stuff. So if you're doing any selfies or anything on social media or on Instagram or anything like that, make sure you use those hashtags. Trust me, it, this stuff is good stuff. I mean, we're not talking Hanes t-shirts and plastic water bottles. This is really quality stuff. All right, part two, fourth quarter goals. Pretty simple. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Why? Because it's it's almost the same thing as part one. And if you're measuring part one and you're paying attention to what's happening on part one, part two becomes easy. So I want to know in the fourth quarter, how many listings I want to sell, which then of course, how many listings do I need to sign, which then of course, how many people do I have to meet with to get those listings signed? And how many appointments do I have to set? Well, if my number is 10 listings sold, let's just say in the fourth quarter, then based on how many, the percentage of my listings that I take that actually sell, I'm probably going to have to sign 12 or 13 sellers, right? Because a high percentage of listings are selling. Well, in order to get 13 sellers under contract, I'm probably going to have to go and meet about 20 because I'm 65% gone on to taken. So I know because I completed part one, this part becomes easy. I can figure out, all right, if I want to take, if I want to take 13 listings and I'm averaging about 60, 65% gone on to taken, then I'm going to have to meet with 20 sellers to get 16 listings. But I have to take it a step further because in order to meet with 20 sellers, I'm going to need to set at least 20 appointments. It's almost always more appointments set than met because people cancel on you, you cancel on them, they don't pre-qual, they don't show up, things happen. So in order for me to go on and meet with 20 sellers, I'm probably gonna have to set about 24 or 25 appointments. 24 appointments set will get me 20 appointments gone on, that'll get me 13 listings taken and that get me 10 listings sold. All right, I have to work that activity backwards like that. Same thing for the buyer sales. I'm gonna use my ratios from so far this year. If I want to have 10 buyer sales, I'm going to write a 10 in there. And based on how many offers I'm writing versus how many are getting accepted, it looks like if I want to have 10 buyers sold, I'm going to have to meet and write 20 buyer offers 
in the fourth quarter to get 10 of them, 50% of them actually go through. So I need to actually sign 20 buyer offers. And in order to sign 20 buyer offers, based on my so far this year number, I'm going to have to meet with 30 buyers. Let's just say I'm 60% of the buyers that meet with me end up writing an offer, right? Why would I know that? Well, I know that because I completed part one. So now I can figure out met, set when it comes to buyers. And then I can total those two together. Total buyer sales, total listing sales equals total units sold. Well, how do I figure out my total volume sold? Well, what's your average sales price? You're going to take your average sales price and you're going to times it by how many closings you want to have. And that's where your goal is going to come in for your total volume sold. And then you can figure out based on your split and percentages, franchise fees, whatever, how much income you're going to have to, how much income you're going to make in the fourth quarter. I also want to know how many people, what is my goal for adding people to my database? If you've been following us at all over the last couple of years, you know, that's been a big hot button for us. We do everything we can to get more people into our database. It gives us more people to mail to, more people to talk to. You know, I go on an appointment, I meet with a seller, they don't sign with me. I want to add them to my database. If I have a chance to meet someone, shake their hands and, and have good rapport with them, I want to add them to my database. What are my what is my goal for events in the fourth quarter? Am I going to do a you know a pumpkin giveaway? Am I going to do a cider mill event? What am I going to do in the fourth quarter? How many events do I want to have? Number, by the way, should be at least a one. And then how many touches to my database? Well, gosh, if I have one event, I send out a holiday card and I call everyone and invite them to the event, then that's three database touches in the fourth quarter. Awesome. Write that down. So I want to know what your goal is for touches to your database in the fourth quarter. That's part two, fourth quarter goals. Now, part three, I want that right underneath there. Go back to your calendars and write down the days that you plan to work. So for me, I think I wrote down the number of, uh, what, 62, I think it was. Let me see, go back and reference that. Sorry, 58. So I'm going to write down part three, days to work, five, eight. And I'm going to look at part two, my fourth quarter goals. And I'm going to look at the 58 number. And I have to actually have a be honest with myself. Am I able to accomplish all that I wrote down there in part two in 58 days? Remember, I mentioned earlier, I find that real estate professionals tend to overestimate the amount of time they have to hit a goal. That's why I had you walk through that activity, the very first thing that we did today. So I'm going to write down days to work 58, and then I'm going to go back and look at my goals. Is it realistic? By the way, I might have to go modify my goals. Yeah, in 58 days, gosh, I don't think I can sell 20 homes in 58 days. That's like a house sold every three days. I, that's not going to be possible. So I might have to go back and rework my goals. That's why that activity is so important. It's so easy for us to write down numbers. Yeah, I want to take 10 listings. I want to have 10 sales. How many days do you have available to work? And then let's take a look at those fourth quarter goals. All right, go ahead and turn the page. We're going to be on page nine. Well, you have Jumpstart Your Success. Uh, you see there in advance. I know a lot of you are signing up for these, the Live Unreal Advances. It's for teams and it's for brokerages. A lot of, lot of market centers and a lot of real estate offices hire us to come out and work with their leadership team for a day. You know, ALC, Agent Leadership Committees. A lot of teams have us come out. You might've seen on social media. If you think your office would be interested, if you think your brokerage would be interested, just get them this information. It is at the bottom there. And if you've attended one of these before, let us know, throw it down there in the chat. I know we've had a lot of you that have attended our advances. They are filling up. We actually had the concept to do them last year during COVID. We started off doing virtually, then everybody wanted them in person. They're available in person or virtual. Just go to gloveru.com forward slash 
advance. All right, let's go ahead and turn to page 10 of the fourth quarter business plan. Okay, part four, the fourth quarter plan of action. You see I have doubled down on your top source. Remember in part one, we noted, what are my top three sources of business? So you might've wrote down open houses, you might've wrote down sphere of influence, you might've wrote down expires, whatever it is. I want you to look at those three. I want you to look at your top three sources of business. And I want to, I want you to force yourself to write out at least seven, no more than 10 additional things you can do or specific things that you can continue in the fourth quarter. All right. So when you look at your top sources of business, you've heard the phrase double down. What do I mean by double down? What I mean by doubling down is doubling your efforts doubling your resources. So efforts could be your time and action. All right. Your resources could be your spend or, or, or any other resource that would lead to helping you get more business from a source. I want to know how you're going to double down on your top sources. I'm not talking about introducing a new source in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, generally speaking, is not a good time to introduce a new source. Instead, I recommend you do that in the first quarter of next year, which when we get into our business plan, our 2022 business plan, which I believe by the end of today's session, we'll be able to share that date with you. I want to know what you're doing that's working and seven to 10 things that you can do more of, of those three sources, right? So, you know, let's just say you're having a ton of success with open houses and you're averaging two open houses per month. Maybe you step it up to three open houses per month in October, November, December, or maybe you're having a ton of success with your database. So far this year, Jeff, I've had more business from my database. I don't know what I'm doing differently. Well, first of all, you probably started coming to our events and you started probably started adding value to your database. What other items of value could you add to your database in the fourth quarter that'll help you finish the quarter strong? Write those down. So part four is essentially, in my opinion, could be the most important part of the plan. In fact, to give you an idea, when I have one-on-ones with our agents, I, I flip through their plans, don't get me wrong. I look at their goals. I look at what they want to accomplish. I look at how much money they want to make. I look at all of those things. But part four, above all, is the most important part of the plan. Nothing works if this part isn't filled out in detail with, with specifics, all right? So don't just write down things like, I want to prospect more in the fourth quarter. What does that mean, prospect more? Who do you want to call? Who are you reaching out to? How often? What are you saying, right? I want specifics. And part five, the new morning routine. I have never met an agent that has had a awesome quarter in real estate without having a disciplined schedule. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, you have to be up hashtag 5 a.m. club right there, right? I'm not making that recommendation, although we did start it at 5 a.m. You can start your day at 9 a.m. I don't care what it is, as long as you follow a couple simple rules of thumb. What you do in the morning should never change. Every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, it should never change. Now, I get it, family situations, taking the kids to school, school bus. I want you to be as consistent as can be in the morning, especially in the fourth quarter. Why is it more important that we have a strong morning routine in the fourth quarter? One word, ready? Distractions. As the day goes on in the fourth quarter, especially after, as we get closer to Halloween and into Thanksgiving and, and all of the, the holidays that take place in the fourth quarter, there are a ton of distractions. We know that. Well, what does this mean? Well, what it means is if I at least have a strong morning routine, the distractions won't matter. 
I can be distracted in the afternoon. You know, I can come home a little earlier. I can take the night off. I can take the afternoon off because I had a successful morning. But what happens is you set a goal to hit whatever it is in the fourth quarter. And because there's so many distractions, you let it consume your morning, which if it's consuming your morning, then it's going to consume your afternoon. That's why I suggest going back and, and, and writing out when you're planning on working a half day, when you're planning on taking a full day off. I want you to have a new morning routine. In fact, every time you increase a goal, you should have a new morning routine. You've heard this for years if you've been coming to our business planning sessions. When you increase your goal, there's probably something in your morning routine that's going to change. When you adjust a goal in a, in a higher direction, meaning you want to increase your goal, my first thing to, that I look at when our agents come in and sit with me, I'll say, okay, let's take a look at your morning routine. Because by the way, the morning routine has to have part of this action plan, part four, inserted into that morning routine. Otherwise, guess what? It won't happen. So when you're looking at page 10 in the business plan, and you've written out your plan to double down on business that you've gotten so far this year, where does that fit into your morning routine? Because if it's going to go in the afternoon, it's not going to happen. There are way too many distractions in the fourth quarter that are going to constantly pull you away from accomplishing what you said you want to accomplish. And you want to accomplish what you said you want to accomplish for yourself, for your family. You want to have the best December ever. You want to start the year strong. This page is probably the most important page of the entire plan. All right, let's go to the next page. Oh, gosh, we could not have a webinar without telling you about our next event. My gosh, January 9th through the 12th, we're anticipating 800 plus attendees at this event. I just checked this morning. It's great to see a lot of the, the numbers are coming down in, in Florida for the COVID cases. So we're excited to see that. Every year we have this event. It's at the Omni Resort at Champions Gate. You're going to be doing your business plan for next year pretty soon anyways. This ought to be part of your plan, especially for half of the country. It's cold and snowy. Get down to Florida and join us. Uh, I believe they have more uh, information on that that they're going to throw on the screen at liveunrealsummit.com. Do we have that up? Liveunrealsummit.com is the website for that. That's January 9th through the 12th. Focus on that is all about listings all the time. If you've ever been to one of our events, throw raise your hand, throw something in the chat. Let us know that the last event that you've attended, there it is, uh, the Live Unreal Summit. That's January 9th through the 12th. We have changed some things. It is now three full days plus a half day of masterminds. It's always been two and a half days. For those of you that have been coming, if you've been coming to our events, throw them in the chat. The last event you went to, I want to know which one it was, whether it's a summit, a retreat, a half day session. If you've been coming, throw that in the chat. We've changed the format. Now it's three and a half days. It's been two and a half in the past. Now it's three and a half, three full days, plus a morning of masterminds. So that's why if you're wondering like, gosh, that's kind of a lot of days. That's January 9th through the 12th. And you can scroll that if you want to scroll that site there. Uh, let me see. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. There we go. Four days, 20 speakers, 800 attendees. Yep. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, yep. It's all about listings this year. We're going to keep leveling up uh, market share. Love it. Love it. Love it. Let's, oh, we had a great panel at the last one. Uh, masterminding, networking. We have a lot of fun. You'll get all the speakers and keynotes coming soon. The venue's awesome. Omni Orlando at Champion, Champions Gate. It's about 25 minutes from the airport. Uh, great resort. Great place to go. And why am I telling you about this now? Well, because right there, yep. Keep going right there. Early bird general admission. 
You see that? Sales end in two days. It's 299 bucks for three and a half days. We added an entire day and it's still the same price as most of our events, but you have two days to lock in that price. So here's what happens. A lot of you end up attending our events. You already know you're probably planning on coming anyways. Why do you wait last minute to pay four or $500 for a ticket? You can get it for 300 bucks. All right. So, and if you need to talk with someone, you need to check with the spouse or significant other at home. Our refund policy is super flexible. Go to liveunrealsummit.com and grab your ticket because you see there in two days, that price is going up. That goes up 50 bucks in two days. All right, let's keep moving on with the plan. Thank you for that behind the scenes. All right, we're on part six, part six of the plan. Let's get that back up on the screen. Okay, there we go. Part six, October listing strategy. October listing strategy. Why is there an October listing strategy and not a November or December listing strategy? Well, because here's what we've found. Of the three months, October, November, December, there are more listings available in the month of October out of all three of those months in almost every market across the country. So I'm a big believer in doubling down when things are available. You've probably picked up on that by now. If I know that there's gonna be more listings available, I wanna double down my efforts on those listings. So I wanna write out four five or six things that I can do in the month of October specifically. Maybe you're gonna have a listing contest with you and your team, all right? Maybe you're gonna visit 10 for sale by owners. Maybe you're gonna actually try calling expires. You know what, the month of October, I'm gonna call expires every Saturday morning. By the way, I love calling expires on Saturday mornings. They're always in better moods. What is the listing strategy that you're going to deploy in the month of October to build yourself a listing inventory to finish the year strong? I love taking listings in October. It carries me through into December and I end up having a great finish to the, to the year. You know, by the way, almost every year, our December is the second or third biggest closing month for us almost every year, right? Most people think, especially I'm in Detroit, right? We got winter, we got fall, we got all these other seasons going on. It's got to be May, June, or July, right, Jeff? Well, yeah, it's usually June or July, but then also December is mixed in there. Why is December mixed in? Because of this very plan. Number seven, what am I going to do to add value to my database? What events am I going to do in the fourth quarter? All right, we just put in earlier in the plan how many events we're going to have. What specifically am I going to do to add value to my database? What market information am I going to share with them? What Am I going to gift to them? What events am I going to invite them to? How many calls am I going to make them? This is where you would specifically put in there what your plan is to add value to your database. Part eight, my fourth quarter CRM follow-up strategy. I have this in the fourth quarter business plan and I put this in here every year because there's probably a feature or something that your CRM, I don't care what you use. I know many of you are with all sorts of different companies, so I'm not here to endorse any one particular CRM. There's probably something you can do that you've been putting off, that your CRM has a feature, right? Whether it's turning on that artificial intelligence switch, whether it's sending out a mass action or a mass email, what can I do in the fourth quarter to utilize my CRM more effectively? Does that mean I have to take a Saturday in the next few weekends to kind of learn about that feature? Do I have to go watch a webinar on that particular feature because I've been getting emailed from them constantly about turn this on, do this. What are you doing? You're missing out on this. Chances are I've been putting something off that the CRM can do for me. What is it that I've been putting off? Part nine, what is my fourth quarter marketing, video, and social media strategy? Meaning what do I plan to do in the fourth quarter to add more awareness of what I'm doing in the industry. 
What videos am I going to do? Am I going to utilize Facebook Live? What marketing am I going to embrace? All right. Am I going to add Hulu or Netflix to my marketing campaign? And what is my social media strategy? So similar to like when you did the calendar activity, October, November, December, that always reminds me, gosh, I probably should have every week written out what my posts will be. I ought to have all of my holiday uh, posts ready to go, right? We recommend having, you've heard this in the master business plan. And when we do the 2022 business plan, we're going to share this with you. You should have a social media calendar already set up. And if you don't, this is a good time to do it. Well, what is a social media calendar, Jeff? It's where you write either every week or every day what your social media post will be. Are you utilizing story? Are you utilizing uh, Facebook Lives? Are you utilizing Facebook groups? What could you do in the fourth quarter when it comes to marketing, video, and social media? I want it detailed. I want it outlined. That's part nine. All right. Go ahead. Next page. You see our uh, podcast. Many of you already listened to this. Over 100,000 downloads this podcast is at. If you're not familiar with it, it's called the Live Unreal Podcast. Every week we drop a new episode. In fact, this last week, we interviewed CEOs on stage and we put them into the podcast. So that if you didn't get a chance to get to our event in Traverse City, I saw in the chat a lot of you came up for that. If you didn't get a chance to come to the event, you want to hear one of our best panels. All of our CEOs were on that panel. We recorded it. We dropped it in the podcast last week. That's called the Live Unreal Podcast. All right, turn the page. Uh, there's another free resource for you, the Glover Gazette. Many of you receive this. If you are in the inner circle, it asks you if you want to receive it. If you want to get it, go to gloveru.com forward slash gazette. It's free. The next one, by the way, is like 65 pages. It's our biggest yet. I can't wait to distribute it. In fact, we have a coach's retreat coming up this week, so all of our coaches are going to get their hands on it uh, in just a few days. All right, part 10 and 11 of the business plan. I'm on page 15, part 10 or 11 in the business plan. Okay, part 10, probably my favorite part, my unreal life in the fourth quarter. Watch this. I want you to look at your current vision board. Assuming I accomplish all I plan to do in the fourth quarter, here is what I'm going to reward myself with. Let me repeat that. Assuming I accomplish everything I plan to do. I wrote out this plan. I got my day's work. I'm going to show up in the office early. I'm going to get up when I said I'm going to give up. I'm going to work out when I said I'm going to work out. If I accomplish everything, and by the way, I'll probably be exhausted by the time the holidays roll around, but I'll have some money. I'll have some extra money. Here's how I'm going to reward myself. Vacation, time off. Maybe you're going to come down to the Live Unreal Summit. That'd be a great trip. Oh my gosh, that property is gorgeous. The Omni Resort. Maybe I'm going to spend a little bit more on family or friends this year for, for the holidays. Personal treat for myself. Maybe I'm going to invest it. I'm going to go buy that duplex. You know, I've been wanting to buy an apartment building. I'm going to go buy an apartment building with this extra money. I'm going to remodel my kitchen. I'm going to finish my basement. What does your unreal life look like in the fourth quarter? You hear us use this term all the time. Remember, unreal life, something so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. That is our definition of unreal. So we want to know what you're going to do. And you, some of you may already know what you're planning on doing. If you do throw this in the chat, you might've already given this some thought. What are you going to do to live your most unreal life in the fourth quarter and the start of next year? Write that out. What does that look like? What have you been putting off? What's been on your mind? Investments you want to make, improvements you want to make to your home, the car you want to buy, whatever it is, vacation you want to take with your family. I want you to write all that out because at the end of the day, that's what this is all about providing experiences, giving experiences, having experiences. I want to know what those experiences look like for you and your family. And I want that to be part of your plan. 
And finally, part 11 there. Great seeing those in the chat. Thank you for sharing them. Great stuff. Oh, I love that. Greece, three weeks. All right. I'm joining you, Margaret. Love that. Love that. Love that. Good stuff. Part 11. My 2022 business planning day will be. My 2022 business planning day will be. What do I mean by that? Well, for some of you, your 2022 business planning day might start with our webinar, which we're going to do a 2022 business plan. In fact, I think you have the date and they'll throw that in the chat. So let me see if I've got it on my phone here. Uh, let's see if you guys can throw in the chat when our 2022 business plan is, that would be great. I don't have it on my phone. I thought I did. If not, if you're in the inner circle, trust me, we're going to be promoting it. You're going to hear about it. But the reason why I want to designate a specific day to the plan is because I want to block out all distractions. I'm going to come into the office. If I have to get away from my home, I'm going to go to a Starbucks. If I have to get away from the office, I'm going to go somewhere to completely unplug so I can be 100% in to my business plan. And I want a day right now, now not right the second, but as part of your fourth quarter plan, I want you to identify what that day is. I want you to, I want to know what that day is. In fact, I think I am getting messages on it now. All right. So if you know what that day is, someone, anyone from Glover U, throw that in the chat for everybody. So maybe you use that as your day. And if we end up finding out what day that is after this webinar. We'll make sure you learn about it in the inner circle. I know most of you guys are in the inner circle. I want to know what your business planning day is. For many of you, you're booking us for a Live Unreal Advance. A lot of you are and making that your business planning day. We can't wait to go see you. I, I come out and do all of those. Our coaches come out and do those with me. What is your business planning day sometime in the fourth quarter for next year? My recommendation, you get that on the books real soon. And then finally, your business plan is due by. Now I'm referring to your, your 2022 business plan. This business plan, guys, it's already like the end of September. This business plan is due by like Monday, right? So I want you to take this and work on it this weekend. But when I say my business plan is due by, I'm referring to your 2022 business plan. And my recommendation, that plan should be due no later than December the 1st, and my recommendation is actually November the 1st. Best case scenario, November 1st, no later than December the 1st. Now, I know some of you are on teams or part of brokerages that are having your team advanced planning day in December. That's okay. That doesn't mean you can't start doing some prep work beforehand, right? You can start doing some planning beforehand. But I like having my 2022 business plan being done by December the 1st at the latest. November the 1st is ideal if possible. So there you have it. You've got, oh yeah. And then the morning message is the next one right after this. If you want to scroll to the next page, page 16, there we go. There's that morning message I talked about. I know a lot of you might've gotten on here late. It is our latest free resource. You text the word morning to 55444 and you get my daily messages Monday through Friday. It's completely free. And I promise you there's no spam. Every now and then I'll put a PS with an announcement or something like that, but this is not anything spam related. It's all real estate information. So there you have it, the fourth quarter business plan from start to finish. As you can see, we have some work to do. And I want you to take some time over the next few days or this weekend, because of course, come October, we are going to be fully into the fourth quarter. And I want you to give some serious thoughts to your fourth quarter plan, because as you heard in the beginning, the more time I put into planning, 
the more time I set aside for actually planning my quarter, the greater chance I have of hitting my goal. And the fourth quarter in the real estate industry, without question, is the most important quarter of the year, period. It sets us up for a strong finish and ensures that we're going to start 2022 strong. Are you guys okay with finishing strong and starting strong? Because if you're okay with that, I'm good with that. I'm going to make sure you do that. It starts with getting your fourth quarter plan done, getting into action, joining us at the Live Unreal Summit in Orlando. Why would you miss that? Are you kidding me? Three and a half days surrounded by top producers for, what'd you see there? What was the price? It was cheap. Go to liveunrealsummit.com because that price expires in a couple of days. Other than that, it was great to hang out with everybody today. Always good to see you. We will see you sometime soon at an advance coming up at one of our tour stops or the summit in Orlando. Take it easy, everybody. Go have a great rest of the week. Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.